there's no other community like this, especially when you're growing up in school and you don't really see a lot of other people like you and not a lot of, the, and not a lot of other people understand your situation. So to come into a community like this and just have all the disability just like thrown out the door, like leave it behind and just come in and play a sport with your team like anyone else would do growing up, it's really just incredible. So I would encourage everyone to do it. Welcome to Rehabilitation Ships, a new podcast from Mary Freebed Rehabilitation, bringing you real stories of recovery from real patients and real clinicians. Welcome to a special episode of Rehabilitation Ships, a podcast highlighting the intersection of rehabilitation and relationships. I'm Chris Mills, your host. This is a special episode where we will look at rehabilitation in adaptive sports, and specifically sled hockey. We recorded this episode shortly after the Paralympics, when the U.S. men's sled hockey team won their fourth consecutive gold medal. We recorded on location during the Griff Sled Hockey Classic, a sled hockey tournament in Grand Rapids, Michigan, that invited 22 teams from around the Midwest to compete. We skipped the sound booth to record in the mezzanine, in between two ice rinks with sled hockey games going on, so you'll hear the energy in the building and the buzzers going off. Our guests for this episode were the coach of the Grand Rapids Sled Wings, a sports coordinator from Mary Freebed's Wheelchair and Adaptive Sports, and two young athletes from the teams. We talk about the sport of sled hockey, about how this tournament is set up, and why these athletes love sled hockey so much. It's a great conversation, so let's get into this episode of Rehabilitation Chips. My name is Meg Bauman, and I am the Wheelchair and Adaptive Sports Coordinator here for Mary Freebed. My name is Steve Kozlowski. I'm uh, Grand Rapids Sled Wings Junior Coach. I'm in my 14th year coaching with the program. Yeah, I'm Kate. I'm 16 years old, and I've played for the Grand Rapids Junior Sled Wings for about five years now. Well, we're so glad to have all you guys here today. Coach Kaz, you probably had the longest connection with the Sled Wings. Just paint a picture of where we are and, and what we're doing today. So since I've been involved, we've had home, what we call our home tournament, and we've, we've named it the Griff's Sled Classic now. We started out, you know, bringing in four to six teams, junior teams. Uh, then over the years, we, we uh, created an adult program, so we added adult uh, teams to our tournament weekend. It's all come to this, and it's now what we think is the biggest um, of its type in the Midwest that's not an actual national USA tournament. So this weekend we have 22 teams, 10 from the adult uh, Heartland League, and then 12 junior teams from seven different states. And we just heard one of the buzzers of one of the periods ending. Meg, this is your first Sled Wings tournament. What's it like? What's the atmosphere here like? This has almost 250 athletes, and the fan base is so large and so it's so important that I have such great support from not only the community and Mary Freebed but also the parents have really stepped up and I'm looking at a very long table full of silent auction items and so the parents really have put so much effort into supporting the program and it's awesome to see the community come together to really put on a program like this. Can one of you explain to me how sled hockey works and a little bit about the sled and how they actually move on the ice. So um, sled hockey, I believe, was created in the 60s in Norway, and they literally, like, strapped a couple skate blades under a box and just put somebody on the box, and it's evolved from there. But um, fast forward to today, and um, there's a lightweight aluminum 
frame that holds a plastic bucket as a seat so the adaptive athlete will sit in the the bucket strap their legs in front of them onto the aluminum frame under the bucket is actually two regular steel blades that are sharpened just like regular hockey skate blades you know that's what they're gliding on those blades can be moved further apart or closer together depending on the skill level Uh, and then they actually use two shortened sticks that have a different curve than a regular stand-up player because of their closeness to the ice and then on the other end of the stick are very sharp uh, metal picks that they use to stick into the ice to propel themselves uh, and then turn the stick over the other way to, to shoot and to pass. Kate, how many sled wing tournaments have you played in? That's a good question. So like I've said, I've been playing for five years now, and I would say we have like about five a year, would you say, Coach? Yeah. I started when I was 11, and then I only did one that year because I was just introduced to the team. But yeah, I played quite a few, and they're all really fun, and it's just a great opportunity to be able to be with my friends. So Kate, why, why sled hockey? What do you like about the sport? Well, originally my mom made me do, she made me try it out when I was eight and I just loved it. And it's amazing to be able to, because in school and stuff, in high school, I can't participate in the other sports. So it's really just such a blessing to be able to be here with people like me and to be able to build that community and what you would think with like a normal sports team. Because out on the ice, it's only ability. There is no disability. And it's just working with your team like you would with any other sport. So it's a really incredible feeling. Kate, you are so well-spoken. I'm so glad that you're joining us on this. Um, do you mind sharing a little bit about why you use a chair and what brought you into adaptive sports? Yeah, absolutely. So when I was a baby, I was diagnosed with neuroblastoma, which is cancer of the nervous system, and the tumor compressed my spinal cord. So that left me with an incomplete spinal cord injury, which means that I can still use my legs a little bit, but it's not like I can just like jump up and walk around. So, I mean, I tried swimming a little bit when I was younger. I tried horseback riding, but those never really clicked for me. And then I found hockey, and I just fell in love with it because it's such a huge team dynamic, and it's just a really amazing group of people. So you've traveled probably around to several states over the years yeah. as well, too, right? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Is there a certain like, side that you'd like to play better? I usually play forward. I've actually played every position, including goalie. That was, that was pretty stressful, so hats off to the goalies. That's pretty amazing. Um, but usually I play wing. That's my favorite position to play. But I'll play whatever they need me to. And so, Coach Gaz, you, you coach your team, so you coach the junior team. How is Kate as a player? I mean, it's been a lot of time that you guys have been working together. Yeah, Kate's awesome. Um, Thank you. <laughs> just her spirit. And, um, I mean, I wish everybody could see the smile on her face all the time, you know, because she just brings that joy to the team and, and uh, the camaraderie. Kate's ability, you know, you really see these players advance, especially when they're 12, 13, 14 years old because because they get stronger and, and faster. And so she's really advanced at a great level. Um, she was actually invited to the USA Women's Developmental Camp a couple years, um, got to experience that. Um, so, you know, among female um, sled hockey players in the country, you know, she's right up there with some of the best on the junior rank. So it's really been fun to watch her advance. And just the fact that she has enjoyed it all the way is just that much better. How's it feel to have your coach say things about that to you? It's incredible. And especially coming from my coach, because he's just such an amazing guy. Like, I don't know how many people coach could do what you do day in and day out for this team. It's just really, really incredible. And you talk about the camaraderie. Have you made good friends that go outside of the sport? 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, I actually came in from the Detroit area because I'm actually not from Grand Rapids, invited with one of my good friends, Charlie. So we came in together, but as this te- as we've been on this team through several years, we've really just, with other of the players, we've really just grown together as a team and becoming friends outside on and off the ice. And it's really just an amazing feeling to have that community. How excited are you and how do you think the team is going to do today? Oh, I'm thrilled. We actually won uh, We won our last game with a team that we hadn't really beat this season, so that was, that was awesome. And I'm hoping we're going to play uh, well in this next game. We have a really good team chemistry and stuff. We, you know, once we get our game going, we play, like, play our positions really well and we pass to each other and we can communicate. So I'm really excited for this next game. Coach Kaz, is Kate's story pretty similar where they get slowly introduced to the sport and just fall in love with it? So it's kind of all over the board, really. Um, You know, I've heard from several sled hockey players, like the first or second time that they tried it, they really didn't like it because it's very difficult at first until you get your balance and your strength and the the coordination. You know, you, you get somebody out there, they try a sled, and they're like, oh, this isn't bad, and, you know, they can skate a little bit. Then you throw a puck at them, and they're trying to do two different things at once, and it's difficult, and they fall over, and it's cold. So... Um, I've heard several players say, you know, I didn't really like it at first, and then I came back, and I started getting a little bit better, and then I really started liking it. And then you get them into the competition part of it, um, and it just really grows on them. So, you know, from a disability standpoint, it's really harder for some players than others. So it's just it's really kind of all over the board, and, you know, we just try to really shape the game around everybody the best that we can looking at their personal situation and making it work for them you know just to coin the phrase you know they use as hockey is for everybody and we just really try to make it that way meg what are some of the different backgrounds of some of the athletes that come in the different disabilities and the varying abilities that they have that are on these teams so with sled hockey you do still need that core strength to be able to maneuver your sled and have that balance So that being said, a lot of lower limb amputees are great sled wings, but we have spina bifida, so people who are born with their their disability, but we also have people who acquire it. And so it really is a wide range of people out there on the ice, but they're all using the same piece of equipment, which really levels the playing field and is awesome to hear all of the incredible stories of the athletes that are out there. Kate, what would you say to someone who's thinking about joining an adaptive sport like sled hockey? What would you say to them to encourage them? I would say to definitely join, especially sled hockey because I'm biased, but I really do think it's the best sport because there's no other community like this, especially when you're growing up in school and you don't really see a lot of other people like you and not a lot of of other people understand your situation. So to come into a community like this and just have all the disability just like thrown out the door, like leave it behind and just come in and play a sport with your team like anyone else would do growing up, it's really just incredible. So I would encourage everyone to do it. Oh, that's awesome. Kate, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to take a quick break and bring in another athlete. Really appreciate you and good luck out on the ice. Thank you so much. You're listening to Rehabilitation Ships, a podcast from Mary Freebed Rehabilitation. This is a special episode that we recorded at the Griff's Slide Hockey Classic. I'm Chris Mills, and I'm your host. If you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe and tell a friend about it. Now back to the ice rink. So today we're at Patterson Ice Center um, in essentially Cascade, Michigan, outside of Grand Rapids. This is not our practice facility. We practice at Griff's Ice House downtown, but it's a smaller facility that doesn't really um, lend well to bringing in a lot of fans, that type of thing. So Patterson is just a fantastic facility for this, and um, 
the people that come from out of state comment all the time about how great this is to host a tournament. Um, you know, it's a it's a large um, two surface, two ice surface facility um, with a big corridor upstairs in between that you can watch um, from behind the glass in the warmth, or you can go down into the stands. Both arenas hold about a thousand people in the stands. So you can see today we've probably, you know, we might have 500 people here right now, and it's been great to, to be able to fill the stands with a good amount of people. Um, you know, the corridor in between, you know, really lends well to everybody really um, having a good time together, you know, a silent auction, you know, having something to eat, having, you know, we serve lunch to the players here. So, um, yeah, Patterson's been a great home for us. Uh, and, and just a real short story, the doors going onto the ice actually had about eight, eight inch um, lifts on them. So it was really hard for our sled players to get onto the ice. And this year we've actually had them cut down to flat. So our, our um, sled players can actually go straight out onto the ice without having to be lifted over that threshold. You know, we just love playing here. They're, they're just a great facility. We are now joined by another athlete, uh, a member of the novice team, Hope. Why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself, how old you are and, and where you live? I'm 11 years old. I live in Michigan, and I play sled hockey. What do you like about playing sled hockey? I like how you learn all about teamwork and how teamwork is really important. And then I just love the movement, how you have to go so fast. Can I ask why you use a wheelchair? Because I was born with spina bifida, so none of my legs work. And so have you done other adaptive sports before coming and joining sled hockey? Yes, I did at Mary Free Bed take a couple lessons for wheelchair tennis, basketball, and t-ball. What do you like most about being on the team? Do you, have you made friends on the team that you keep connected with outside? Oh yeah, I've made a ton of friends. And I really like talking to them like when we're not in practice so we can think of ways on how to get better. I really appreciate you joining us here, and I'm going to let you go so you can head back and uh, get ready for your next game. Okay. So those, those were some great athletes that we, we talked to. That's just a glimpse of some of the athletes that are on these teams, right? Yeah. Right now, we're, our program is growing. We've had um, a junior team for quite some time, but we've never had a novice team. Uh, so this year, I think we have nine or ten new um, novice players between the ages of six and 12. So how many people total do you think, and who would be on an adult team and a junior team and a novice team? So technically, juniors is 18 and under, um, and there's no age minimum. But really, it's ability-driven, and it's just a matter of, you know, experience, how long they've played, um, whether they're able to compete at, you know, the junior level, novice level, or even adult level. The way USA Hockey runs it, if a player makes the U.S. developmental team at any age, so if they're, say, 15 years old and they make the USD team, they actually move up and play adult because it's they're deemed too good for the junior level at that point. And we've had some success stories, right? Some of our athletes are, have been started playing with the developmental team. Yeah, so I kind of lost track, but I think we've had five of our male athletes play on the U.S. developmental team. Uh, might be six now with Taggart. Uh, and then also Susie Cluding played on the U.S. women's team for uh, four years. And so we've had some success at that level. Currently, Taggart Vandermolen is our adult goalie. Um, Taggart, I believe, is 21 now. 20. And uh, Taggart made the USD team when he was 15 years old, which is the youngest a goalie's ever made that um, spot. And he's next in line to play in the Paralympics. So if you, you know, said another way, he's basically the third best goalie in the U.S. right now playing for the national team. 
And he play, he's from West Michigan. He plays for our team. That's pretty cool. Good old Fruitport, Michigan. <laughs> when the date that we're recording this, the Paralympics just finished. And so they've been kind of in the media. And the team did really well, too, right? Correct. Yeah, they won gold. Awesome. That was, I think, fourth or fifth time in a row? Fourth gold in a row, yep. This tournament is open to the public, um, and it's free for free admission. But we also have a cool thing this year where the games are being live-streamed. Can one of you guys tell me about that, too? Yeah, so Reagan Cleves um, is a broadcast student, and uh, he's been a friend of our program for a long time. He, he was part of the Griffins Youth Foundation. His dad works for the Grand Rapids Griffins. And Reagan is just a ni- really nice, super kid. Can't say enough about him. And uh, him and his friends volunteered his time. In 2019, we brought in a team from Russia, actually, and had the first junior international tournament. And Reagan did Sled Wings Radio through YouTube uh, during that tournament and did just audio alone. Um, but this time he really pulled out all the stops and him and his, his few buddies uh, are coming in and they're live streaming on YouTube, you know, video and audio. He does a heck of a job with play-by-play. He's got a heck of a future in, his, in, in broadcasting wherever he lands. You know, he's been studying the rosters for two or three weeks and knowing the names and the numbers. And uh, so it's, it's quite amazing that you know, what's really nice is the teams that come from out of state and their family can't travel with them. They can sit home and watch the game live. A kid from New York, his family can watch back in New York City, their friend or family uh, playing here in Grand Rapids. That is so exciting. We're so thankful to, to Reagan for doing that. We'll share a link in the show notes. So you can actually go back and rewatch some of those games afterwards if you'd like to. Meg, there's lots of states that have teams traveling here. Can you just remind us how many teams are here and what states they're from? Yes, so we have 22 teams, including our three home teams, and they come from seven different states. So we have, I think the farthest traveled is Nashville. So a lot of them rolled in last night and were very tired after that long drive, and then they had to get right on the ice. But um, we're so, is this the first time that Nashville has come to this? Uh, I think they have in years past, but not the last couple last. Okay, yeah, so they brought both a junior team and an adult team. And then we have Ohio, Illinois, Indiana, New York, and Tennessee. And Michigan. And Michigan. So I think seven states, right? Seven states, yes. Yeah. There's a lot of partners that help make a, a team and a tournament run. Tell me about Mary Freebed's connection to the Sled Wings and the Sled Hockey team. Kaz and I have been working really closely together, his knowledge being Sled Hockey and, and really how to do the schedule and the referees and that kind of a thing and then I call myself more like the athletic director and it's impossible for an athletic director to know every single sport ins and outs so I handle the communication with the teams and the registration and the organizational components to putting on a tournament but really what's so impressive about these teams in the sled wings is the family support and what they are doing to help run this tournament. In addition to the 240 plus athletes, we have 60 volunteers that are helping to run this tournament. So we have the scoreboards, our runners are all volunteers. We have on-ice volunteers. Definitely not the only one that's putting this, this show on the road. How many athletes would you say are in the three different uh, Grand Rapids Sled Wings team? I think we're just over 30 total. They've got their families that are here, I think maybe 500 people that are here. And there's actually two different buildings that we're in, too. We're in the Grand Rapids Patterson Ice Arena, but we're also someplace else. The junior Tier 2 uh, division is playing at Eagles Ice Center, which is 10 minutes from Patterson. 240 athletes, probably 500 people that are here right now. 
a lot of fun stuff that's going on. For the Grand Rapids Sled Wings, it's also there's a partnership between the Grand Rapids Griffins. Kaz, can you explain that to me? Yeah, so the Griffins Youth Foundation is obviously ran by the Grand Rapids Griffins. They actually were a big part of starting the Sled Wings in 2001. Um, the Youth Foundation basically serves the area with offering hockey to um, kids that otherwise wouldn't be able to play hockey. And I'm talking stand-up hockey now. At the time, I believe they had about 200 kids playing hockey for the Youth Foundation, and the sport of sled hockey was becoming more popular, and and somebody started talking about forming a sled team, and they kind of went to Mary Freebed, and between the two of them, you know, partnered, and are there adaptive athletes in the area that would be interested in playing? And I think the first year they had 10 or 11 um, players and we're very successful as a junior program right away. And, you know, the program's just built from there, and, and they've just really created an atmosphere for sled hockey players, for stand-up hockey players to participate in hockey where maybe they couldn't afford it before uh, or they weren't just, just weren't exposed to it. Um, so the Youth Foundation is just a fantastic community group that we have here that has just been a huge part of our success. And so, Meg, you were saying that a lot of the people play sled hockey, they might have lower leg amputations, and they have to have good core strength. Can you remind me just some of the different um, disabilities of athletes that are playing? Yes. Our youth team, we have double amputation, which Kaz did a great job of getting that athlete a specific sled so she could actually push her what she does have in her legs up against something so um, she can move very well. We have spina bifida, so they're born with their disability. We do have some kids um, who have been in a car accident, so it's an acquired disability. Our adult teams are also very a variety of different abilities. And what's really cool about the sleds is they're very adaptable to that individual's needs. The description that Kaz gave, every sled will have the blades, the bucket, and they'll use those two sticks but we actually have mobility works mobility sports sports mobility sports here uh, at the tournament to help the players with their sleds and make sure that they're fitted to them and their sticks are correct in length because the stick length also really depends on the height and the strength of the individual um, right now I'm looking out at the ice and there are some sled hockey players that require what we call a pusher it adds a level of difficulty to the team so but there are teams that are in sled hockey that have able-bodied push the sled around and cause what would be a disability that would require that yeah core or um there's players that have atrophy in an arm so maybe uh, they can shoot and pass with one arm but not so much the other there's actually a player in texas he has uh, one arm that they actually have adapted a stick that straps onto his arm and he uses, you know, he uses a stick that way. Um, so, you know, there's just, there's a lot of different ways we can make it work. Um, it, it's really a lot of individualism. Um, just really the key is, do you have enough upper body strength to propel yourself or to be able to, you know, if you, if you fall over to get back up, that type of thing. How do you think the three Grand Rapids Sled Wing teams are going to do? Um, you know, obviously, as a coach, i got to be positive that we're going to have a great weekend. The competition here is as tough as it could get. We actually have two of the best junior teams in the nation here who we will also play against in Tier 1 at Nationals. Um, and that's kind of by design. We want to play the best competition that will make us better. So 
we beat one of our arch rivals one nothing this morning on the junior side. Uh, last night we beat one of our arch rivals two to one in a shootout on the um, adult team side. So the competition's really tough. But I tell you, you know, our players really brought their energy this weekend. Having the home fans here is a huge advantage uh, and a huge motivator for our, our athletes. So you know, I'm really looking forward to a fun, successful weekend. The adult is actually, this tournament is a national championship for their tier. It's actually a league championship. League championship. Um, and then we'll go on to national championships next year. But they, they have a 12-team league from mostly around the Midwest that compete all year to decide you know where they rank in the tiers. And then uh, this, this weekend every year is the league championship. Awesome. Well, thank you guys both for joining. And we'll say thanks again to our young athletes that played. And go Sled Wings. Go Sled Wings. Go thanks, Sled Chris. Wings. Thanks, Chris. And that's our recording from the 2022 Griff Sled Hockey Classic for this episode of Rehabilitation Chips, a podcast from Mary Freebed Rehabilitation. The Grand Rapids Junior Sled Wings went on to win their division of the tournament. Congrats and let's go Sled Wings. And since we've recorded this episode, the junior and adult sled wing teams traveled to the National Sled Hockey Championship in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania to compete for the title. The junior team had a great tournament and played their hearts out. They went on to beat the Minnesota Junior Wild 1-0 in the finals to become national champions. Congratulations to the team, coaches, and families on an amazing season. We'll have some photos from the national tournament on our website, so see the link in the show notes. Thanks again for listening to Rehabilitation Chips, a podcast from Mary Freebed Rehabilitation. Every month we'll share amazing stories just like this, highlighting the intersection of rehabilitation and relationships. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to hear your feedback about this show and any ideas you have for upcoming podcasts. Drop us a note at podcast at maryfreebed.com. If you, a family member, or friend would enjoy wheelchair and adaptive sports, learn more about our teams, clinics, and programs at our website, maryfreebed.com. Once again, I'm Chris Mills, your host, and until next time, thanks for listening and stay well.